uh, you know, I was going to say, who who of the three of us do you think would do a better job of playing Mario than Chris Pratt? Uh, any of us. <laughs> I think not. Any of, anybody, any, of, any of us, any of us, any of the people that will listen, any of the people on the planet that aren't going to listen to our show could probably do a better. You know what? Maybe not better, but I certainly don't think we would all mail it in as much as he did. So do the Linda Belcher voice. Oh, it's like little Bob. <laughs> Mushroom Kingdom, here we come. Oh, God, Jesus. Maybe that's the whole episode. It's just us it's just, all trying to... Well, funny enough, ladies, ladies, ladies and gentlemen, I have the script, so we're just going to do a live read <laughs> Well, you guys don't know Ryan auditioned for... Uh, Ryan auditioned for Mario... Uh, yeah. Instead, the only role he landed was basketball fan number three twenty six. <sighs> it was really upsetting. I couldn't even get in like the two hundreds, which is where I should be operating. A nice profile picture, though. Thanks. Ryan and I did a little test run earlier, and he was like, "By the way, um, we visited Warner Brothers last week. You still have a lot of photos of me. Please send them." And I was like, "Yeah." I'll do that right now. Yep, still hasn't done it. <laughs> I still have not sent them. Nope, still hasn't done it. I, I was going to bug um, you earlier in the week about it, but I was sick. So I was like, ah, I'm not going to mess around with this right now anyway. There we so. go. We have, we have Jordan and Evan both in here. It also says three guests. I don't know if there's like three other people um, besides them. I'm imagining one so. of them could One of them could be Paul Blart. So what? Did I ever tell you guys that story? I might have said it on air. I had a friend who thought Kevin James' name was Paul Blart. Yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Almost like an Ernest so. situation, which well, I think same thing. Like, four people still, that, that, Jim, that Ernest is Jim Varney. Yeah, that's Jim Varney. Yeah. Arrest that peace, peace in peace. Yeah, of course. Everyone, thank you so much for joining our first live um, Yeah, show. it's 10.05 now, so I'm going to go you know where your children are? I'm going to – we have the meats. <laughs> I mean, uh, where's oh, the beef? Oh, um, okay, anyway, uh, let's go ahead and officially kick this off. We're going to keep everything else in, but it's all right now. Hell so. yeah, keep so, it in. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to this week's episode of the I'd Like a Refund podcast live, live. We've said last week, we said live, kind of. This is live for real. This is the real deal. Um, Anything can happen. My dog keeps touching the phone. She's almost hung up on this call twice now. Nice. Um, No, we're here live for real. We have no topic in mind which is I fantastic. Know. We can talk about Westworld <laughs> being canceled. We can talk oh, about I, more I Chris pl- Pratt. I, yeah, I have plenty to talk about. Uh, we can talk about Marvel Snap. Well, we All have kinds of I we have not, there's, a, there, there's a there's honestly a very special guest joining us here as well because Joel and I we have not seen or heard from our co-hosts other than very small amounts here and there. And what has it been like three weeks, almost a month uh, at this point? about three weeks in terms of like episodes that have been released. I think, yeah, yeah we're coming up weeks. on a third week. 
I mean, we've talked to Cameron. Yeah, like yeah, we've talked to him sparingly, and both of us have checked up on him from time to time. So speak but for it's yourself. Good, it's good to hear. Uh, you literally said you talked to him earlier. So yeah, it's true. I, I literally <laughs> told him you better be on this episode, or we're firing you. Uh, yeah, I told my I told my mom and my dad because we they wanted to watch a movie. I said, nope, we're not watching a movie tonight because I could get fired from the podcast. And they said, you can get Never. fired? And they said, yeah, mom. And they said, do you like, yeah, mom, Elon then? Musk bought I'd Like a Refund. It's going to be $8 <laughs> to be a host. I was thinking we'd go, I was thinking we'd go um, the whole night without, without talking about, talking Elon, about Elon. Yeah. Oh, I, I was going to open the, he's I not open the show like that. Ladies and gentlemen, joining us for the first <laughs> Joining us via satellite. <laughs> yeah, via his own satellite, we have Mr. Elon Musk. Elon, Elon, how are you doing today? Uh, Yeah, I'm from South Africa, and I own Tesla. All right. Elon, you have seemed to have gotten some hair plugs in the last couple of years. Why are you getting so <laughs> defensive when people bring that up? Uh, You see, uh, I own Tesla. Oh, okay. Elon, it sounds like Elon might be kind of stupid. Elon, we don't, want me to ask you a separate question, Elon? <laughs> uh, Do you want me to tell you the answer to the equation that is my son's name? Now, I was going to ask about your son's name. Elon, do you hate your children to the point that you just want to make their lives very difficult? Yeah, my son X uh, AE dash A12 dash core four processor. Um, I don't care much for him. Uh, Elon, Elon seemed to have lost his uh, little accent he was doing there before. Now he just sounds like, you know, uh, an out of shape uh, guy I'm living in, a, in Southern California. I'm an American. So. All right, guys, I'm, uh, here we go. <laughs> this is the whole reason we're doing this. We're going to allow in our first ever live guest to the I'd Like a Refund podcast. What are you talking about? Elon was just here. Elon Musk was here? <laughs> yeah. Where were you? Ladies and gentlemen, you the head of the ladies and gentlemen <laughs> folks around the world. Please welcome in our first ever live. This is history. History in the making, folks. Our first ever live, get, live guest. Um, and this live guest, if you're listening, you are going to have to unmute yourself once I accept you. Please welcome. We already accept them. Evan Sheps. Hey, hey. Wow. Joel was bombing, wow. so I requested to speak. That's Thank correct. God. I did not want to do that Elon Musk bit. I don't know how I ended up in that. You, I just left it open yeah, that was, for somebody that was to rough. take the role, and you took it. I I didn't want to take it. Yeah, somebody did. I, you did a good job. Honestly, you know what? Children, children, ch- shout out to Joel. Oh, God, we were going to have to edit this episode, and now I have to put the children in. <laughs> I did that on purpose. God. <laughs> Evan, welcome to the show. Welcome to the History in the Making. Thanks so much. Uh, long-time listener, first-time caller. There it is. <laughs> Let's go. Evan, do you have any? Do you have anything you want to talk about specifically? Or are you just here for the ride? I mean, if we want to relitigate uh, Cameron not watching movies from before two thousand, I'm Hell open to yeah. that. Oh my god! Hell fucking yeah. We always, we, should, we always yes, want to bring that we should up. Talk about this every single day. Other people should talk about this. It's honestly a travesty. I yeah. don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> so. Cameron, I, I, I well, look. I know we're just meeting now, but I really think that you're doing yourself a disservice by not watching movies from before the year 2000. Uh-huh. Listen, I understand. Listen, I understand. I, I understand. But here's the thing: uh, 
I am so busy. All the, all the current <laughs> movies, everything. all the current movies just do it better. Joel, let, yeah, Joel, let so him have busy. his moment. I am so busy with things in my life now. Um, I don't know if I, I, I don't think I've mentioned this on the podcast, everything that's going on in my life right now besides wow, this, all is, is this re- is this really the route you're gonna take here you're gonna do well, like the no, sad I, violin for no, this no this i'm not trying to do that i'm not trying to do the house stuff no no I, so my life has been and not saying that ryan and joelle's life hasn't been crazy either but literally i have been working seven days a week since the beginning of august um I've either had work for the or for the last camp. twenty for the last twenty five years. <laughs> yes. No. No. But before. Okay. All right. All right. I just I'm just cutting I'm getting, cutting the head off of the you're, steak you're, before you're, you just yeah, decide to not answer the question in general. But I am so so I'm so busy now, and I don't think I'll ever be not busy ever again. And what I like wow. to do. To not uh, to <laughs> it's 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 unfortunate. What I like to do for fun and to calm down and get you know get over the days and whatever. Oh, like don't go, go here. That's inappropriate. <laughs> I like to go to the movie theater, and so all my time watching movies is spent at the theater. So I don't have much time at home to watch me. Don't you live in LA? Honest with you. Isn't there like yeah. the new Beverly? Yeah. Don't they show like yeah. old movies? Hold on, Cameron. I was literally there's, about to say, this is like uh, the worst excuse. There are so here. many theaters in the LA area that just only show. You I, can went literally to, go I went to the to movies the... today and I saw 8 Mile. <laughs> I didn't see anything. <laughs> oh, yeah, I think that movie was celebrating its 20th that. anniversary. I went and saw it. Yeah, I wanted to see 8 Mile. I still haven't seen that movie. You have we know. So I was thinking many. of the Green Mile. I was going to say, isn't <laughs> isn't the Green Mile older? <laughs> I would have seen that too. That would have been great. You literally have so many theater options to go see classic movies, dude. Even out in like like my way in the Inland Empire, like there's a, a yeah, theater for sure. It's a Starlight Theaters. I just prefer, every I, just, I think Tuesday or Friday they play a, a, like a classic film. I just prefer watching newer movies. Cameron, okay, can I ask you a I'm question? Sorry. Can I ask yeah. you a question, please? If somebody... Have you seen Black Adam yet? Yeah, I saw Black Adam. Okay, so when you went to the screening for Black Adam, if somebody had pulled you aside and said, hey, Cameron, I know that like you're here to see Black Adam, but here I have an offer for you. You can see Black Adam, or you could see the very first Christopher Reeves Superman. Would you have still seen Black Adam? Um. Well, I, I saw it at Warner Brothers. So, I, yeah, uh, Superman okay, is a yeah, Warner Brothers it's... character, so they could have <laughs> shown you that. I'm sure they could have dug that out of the archives somewhere to show to you. Um, I think you're gonna be upset by this answer, but the answer would be no. Oh my uh, God! So because, because no, because the reason is is like I need to be caught up with the cultural zeitgeist. For who? That's oh, the thing. come that's on. That's the thing. No, for boo, everyone. Boo, bad. That, that's for exactly everyone. it. Don't worry about Screw everyone else. Who cares? Well, for you who's talking about Black Adam? Cameron, Cameron, do you think that people, like, they see a movie and are like, wow, that was really good. I'm going to talk about it for two Dude, weeks and then never bring it up again. Your thought process there was like you we're going to go to a Halloween party and the, the main topic of discussion was going to be Black Adam. 
Like no one's gonna, no one's gonna <laughs> care. That like part to, is so fast. But like, like discourse around movies like that happens. Like it's not gonna be like the like, like I mean, look at how what's happening in Warner Brothers right now. Black Adam factors into that discourse. Yeah, because so you only watch movies for the discourse. Ooh, good um, good I watch Evan. some movies for the discourse. I don't watch. I only watch movies for the discourse. Black Adam is a movie I watched for the discourse. Is that like, is like is that the same like ideology of like going to see like Morbius? Well, okay, I have standards. <laughs> you, Cameron, when you saw Morbius, did you go during the normal run, or did you go for the Sony re-release that they thought they were going to make money on and only I will made never like watch forty thousand dollars? I saw that. I that will movie never was watch cheeks. that movie. That was really bad. Shout no, out to Matt Smith, though. Great job by him. Nor will I from that movie. Cameron, I got. I don't think I actually know this. I yeah. hopefully I know. Yeah, I mean, we worked, we've both worked, all three of us worked at Warner Brothers, and you currently still do so. Casablanca's like their baby. Have you yeah. even seen Casablanca? That's yeah. not true. Harry Potter's their baby. I, I've seen Casablanca. <laughs> okay. Okay. That feels like a staple. I, like, I don't know a thing. I don't, I don't know anybody that hasn't seen Casablanca. Quote it. Quote Casablanca. Yeah, it's like, it's one of the greatest movies are ever you, Who made. are you asking to quote it? Cameron, I want to. I don't believe him. Um, <laughs> he's like, he's like. Cameron, oh, remember, Casa, remember that time in Casablanca? I have a feeling this is the beginning of a very good friendship. Ah, that's kind right, of close, close. Yeah, that's it close was enough. close. Judges, okay, judges. The beginning. Yeah, we'll give it to him. The beginning we'll of a very him. good friendship. No, no. <sighs> okay, it doesn't matter. <laughs> Yes, it does. How dare you? Because because everybody, you know, when Casablanca came out, they talked piano. about it for Jeez. two. They, it was part of the cultural zeitgeist. The they talked about it for two Cameron's weeks. Like, nobody ever Cameron's talked like, about it again. Cameron's like, yeah, I remember that one scene where Casablanca played the piano. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Casablanca had a real Indiana Jones vibe to him. Listen, like, what do you, I, wait, what do you so mean? I, like the movie? No, the guy. <laughs> I think. I, it's not that I just don't watch old movies. I mean, if an old movie, like, it, like it, and it's not that I don't enjoy them. Uh, I have watched old movies, obviously, and I do. I mean, Forrest Gump was one of my favorite movies, and it came out in... What, oh, I have watched old movies. <laughs> Forrest Gump is one of my favorite oh, movies. It's a movie from 1994. Yeah. <laughs> well, what? You said um, I don't hey. watch anything between, before the 2000s. You guys, uh, are you guys familiar with WWE and the Royal Rumble? Fuck yeah! You know they just like bring no. new people in like every two minutes. Yeah, that's yeah. I love it. I love the. Please Royal welcome, Rumble. please welcome AJ Quivy from John Ricky. Hey, oh up, my AJ? god! Oh my god! Welcome Look AJ. at this, oh. AJ, AJ. You have to unmute yourself. AJ's coming in with a steel chair and he just smacked Cameron <laughs> over the head with it. Also, we're up to four. We're up to ten guests. So, or there's ten of us total. I think so. Good job, everyone. Look at, Look at us. us. Thank you. Um, those of you that don't have an actual account yet, um, join so we can see who you are. Right now it just says Jordan and four guests. So, Yeah, we want to see who you are. We want to put some names to some faces, even though we don't have either currently. AJ, are you are you talking? Because we cannot hear you. Is there me? There you go. Can. There oh, he is. A little low. Oh, geez. Every, all the volume's lower in Texas. 
Hey, question for you. Mouth. How much did you That's have to pay? That's what happens those when you people. plug your roadcaster into your phone. <laughs> How much did you have to pay extra. those people at the little Comic Con thing that you went to? <laughs> I forgot about this. To say that they hated Is this me. The bit we're going for here. <laughs> it's not bit. It's very nothing. serious. I just I gave them the rundown. <laughs> Hold on, let me do this old school. Yeah, you're still very low volume. Whoa, I can hear myself. Phone to mouth hole. Nice. Evan Evan muted himself. He wants to hear. Known genre geeks hater. Just kidding. (laughs) Hey, I can't be a hater if I've never listened. Oh! Hey! Wait, so if if those are the same standards that we're going by, then Cameron can't be a hater of our own show because he's never listened to it either. Or genre geeks. That's true. Or genre geeks. It's oh. true. That's fine. Not everyone has to have great taste. <laughs> well, Cameron doesn't. That's for sure. Oh yeah, man! No, all I had we... to do was just merely. Me- all I had to do was just merely mention the fact that you know leaving someone on red is just the worst thing you can do to a you know, to a human being, and everyone Correct. jumped on board. Cameron to this date has not replied to AJ. <laughs> it's been months. Really. Reese's really? I don't reply to anyone. No I don't reply to anyone. So don't he's really bad at replying to a... people. Cameron, Cameron does this thing. You'll have a solid like forty-five minutes where he'll go back and forth with you, and at any point in the conversation you're at, if his at if his time is up, he's gone. <laughs> That's just how so I've learned. I've learned. Really I've, learned I've learned to. Ex- I've learned to accept it. But early on in our friendship, I was like, oh, like we were having like a fairly spirited conversation. I don't know where, why he's gone. I don't know what happened. Did I upset him? I don't know what happened. I know. I Ryan really and I talk texting. on a daily basis. Like, it's true. Throughout the day. And sometimes, I'm sometimes work related, most of the time, bullshit. Yeah. It's sometimes, I'll be lucky if I talk to Cameron like once a week. It's true. I try and give myself like a weekly reminder when Cameron's going through his shit to just check up on him and see how he's doing. Yeah. Like, really otherwise, otherwise I will, I will barely hear from him unless it's in a group text setting and he's either sending us an article responding to an article that someone else sent or trying to dunk on us about fantasy football. Well, Ryan, Cameron texts, Cameron will be texting us at like 4 a.m. Hey guys, did you see I got thirty points on Thursday? <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, Ryan knows, and Joel knows this too. That if if you want to have a conversation with me, you got to call me. It's true. I've had very then, like. But then if we, Cameron, that's but true. then if I call you, I know I have to talk to you for like six hours. <laughs> I mean, that's how my phone calls go. I mean, literally during the middle of the pandemic, Ryan and I would talk. Like I would go for a walk, yep. and Ryan would talk, and I would talk like once a week, maybe twice a week. Yeah. And we would be on the phone for like an hour and a half, two hours. It was great. Cameron to ask him about his availability, and by the end of the episode, he's like, "So, have you been clipping your toenails the same way, or did you try like something different?" Like, you just it just ends up in the like completely up far away from wherever we started. What you get to toenails at some point during the conversation? Yeah. It was just the first thing that came to my mind. I saw a pair of nail clippers here. See, Cameron, this is why you need to watch more movies, so that way that instead of talking about toenail clippings, you could talk about those older movies. Travis, well, thank you for joining us. I see your face. Yeah, Travis, thank Big you so much. Face there. Shouts. Welcome uh, to the show. Uh, Welcome. Evan. There's even a discussion little thing, so you can talk. You yeah, can, you can, can chat. 
I hey, hope I didn't bully AJ off of the uh, stage. <laughs> I, uh... <laughs> I guess I've always enjoyed him on on. I'd like a refund. I'm just at I'm at uh, full podcast bandwidth right now, keeping up with the. Uh, like five weekly episodes of PTR plus you guys. So yeah, PT, PTR is on a hell of a run right now. There's a lot to keep up with. For real, I gotta listen to the most recent episode because it's something that I've done. So yeah, oh, yeah. Using yeah. Then, on Adventure. Uh, no, at um the the Sky Coaster thing over at Six. Oh Nine, yeah. Which, funny enough, Evan, the, uh, I believe it's uh Matt uh, or Mike Hanford that's the guest this week. He is. He's yeah. been on uh Doughboys a few times. I think his like voice and cadence is a lot like yours. Like when I hear him talk, I'm like, yeah, this is just like Evans on the show. You tell me that about other people too. Who was the other person you said that about? I don't know. Yeah, you well, kind of have like a basic cadence of uh, voice, so that could be Gillian you so much. Jacobs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the Gillian Jacobs Taco Bell episode. <laughs> um, Evan, what, what are your thoughts on uh, on Westworld getting canceled? We had a whole discourse over this earlier. Ah. Uh, yeah, uh, let's talk about this. I only watched season one of Westworld, and that was enough mm. for me. I good liked where it ended. Good for you. Wow. Yeah, that was solid. Wow. That was a great choice. That's a, that's a great yeah. choice. That is Evan's like, I don't, what do you mean done. canceled? That was a miniseries, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, uh, I don't know. Are you guys sad? Was it good? I mean, okay, look, I'll let the other guys jump in too. Season one, you guys know, I don't watch a lot of One of, of the best, best seasons of television. That, that might have been the greatest thing I've ever watched in terms of like a so TV good. show, right? Season two, plumbed. That's up there with like Allie McBeal season four. Like it's way up there. <laughs> season two, what? just way downhill. That's <laughs> season, season three, one. I think season three was like okay. way better than season two, but not season one. It was nowhere close to season one. Um, and then, yeah. like I said, I watched the first couple episodes of season four, but I was just so far behind. I just never. I heard it. season four was actually really good. Four I, is the it. four is the best one. Yeah, I watched all of season four. Four is the best one after the first one, but it's mm. still like such a. It's, it's, there's such a gap between one and the rest of them. Yeah, it's really hard to live up to that first season. Yeah, um, because of fir- because of how good the first season is, but the issue is, and obviously Joel and Ryan and I know that Joel and Ryan know my opinions on this because I've said it to them multiple times. But um, the issue with Westworld after the first season is that the writers took Reddit as like a challenge, and they're like, "We're gonna make because people on Reddit figured out." what was happening in the first season. They did. About halfway yeah. through. Um, and so the writers were like, we're going to make sure that no one can get any of this correct and turned it into the most convoluted, most confusing TV series ever. The first season yep. was, you know, confusing in a way that was like, it made sense for how the story was being told. It was confusing. It was, confu- like it was confusing way- on purpose. Yeah, and the way that the the way that the story was told was elevated by the confusion. And when it came together, it was like, oh, okay, this was really cool and meshing all those things together. The second season was confusing for the sake of being confusing. And that was the issue. It just got so laborious to watch that show. And like literally what are you doing in my laboratorious? 
<laughs> literally really? like three episodes in i'm like i don't know if i can do this anymore i mean there was like seven different timelines there was like they would flash back and forward of like oh it was just such a mess to watch and like um i and it was it was really terrible to the point where after season two i was like you know what i'm not going to give this show any more of my time yeah, um, two was two was really rough. If people jumped yeah. off after two, I get it. I, I really do. Um, mm-hmm. And then I remember when three came out, um, it was such a leap from what they did in the first two. Even like they, it felt like a different show. Yeah, absolutely. And, that, yeah, and that's the that's the problem. A completely different show. I okay. I'm not not to go back to this well, but. It's like with Michael Crichton pro- like projects, they keep mm. saying, "Oh, this takes place at a theme park. Let's get away from the theme park." Oh my god, yeah, that's our you know like our I mean? biggest complaint with uh, yeah. Jurassic it's a, franchise. with Fallen Kingdom, I mean, the whole Jurassic yeah. franchise. It's like, that's, oh, let's get ourselves off the island. No, stay there. Yeah, the island is like, why we want to. We're here to see the island. <laughs> that's what we're here for. Like my dad, my dad, because I, I, I watched the first season before. Uh, I came because I was in college, and then when I came home for the summer, my dad and I watched it again. Uh, the, I well, I watched it again so he could watch it with him. And watching him watch it for the first mm. time was great. And that show is so it's such a rewarding rewatch, especially the second time. Um, but of course, you know, I, I think I've seen it probably the first season probably three times. Uh, really, really, wow. really excellent. Um, and it really does, you know, multiple rewatches help because a lot of things are kind of, uh, well, there's a lot of things, a lot of little details throughout. Like, um, there's a little detail in, like, I think it's like the sixth or seventh episode where Anthony Hopkins is, like, looking over the board with, like, all of the pieces yeah. set up. And it's, like, literally showing you what's about to happen. Right. And, like, that's so, it's so, they set up so, so well. And, you know, because it was Westworld. And then the second season, they were barely in Westworld. And then, obviously... Well, I mean, and then, well then they, never went, they never went again after that. Yeah, so. and it's just, like... Granted, for, for outside why? circumstances, for a lot of cases. And that's when so. they started the whole, uh, the, the whole storylines of, like, taking out those i forget what they call them those like little like balls in the the the, the in the brains the, yeah the brains yeah uh, changing who is who so we see uh what's her name we oh saw yeah evan rachel wood turned into uh uh tessa thompson tessa thompson yes yeah yeah they're like oh, they oh yeah no, she's playing they this switch bodies based no they, yeah. they didn't they like i was like what was it uh dolores was killed but her mind was put inside of the robot version of uh, right. Hale because yes. the real Hale was killed by Dolores in the body of robot Hale. See, it's so convoluted. That's where it like really started going like, <laughs> yes, exactly. And that's where I feel yeah. like they lost a lot of like audience members who were just like, I'm not going to dedicate the time to understand. I, I just this. think the drop from one to two, the seasons one to two is what drove enough people yeah. away. Um, and then they um, never were able to recover from that, and that's why the Zaddy I'm really Daddy. Curious. I'm gonna look up the. I'm gonna look at the viewership from season to season. While you do that, Cameron, I want to uh, welcome Jordan. Jordan, uh, if you want to unmute yourself. Hello. Hello. Hi. Hi. You are welcome. very low volume. Welcome, Jordan. Hello. I'm like trying not to speak too loud because like everyone's asleep. No, yell. This is the I'd like a refund podcast. This means more than most things. 
It's true. We certainly feel that way. Absolutely. Jordan, do you have any thoughts on Westworld? And if not, do you have any other thoughts in the uh, current zeitgeist of, of movies and TV that you wanted to, to bring to our attention? I have literally no thoughts on Westworld. <laughs> All right, I've got the, I've got the, um, the graph here. So okay, is it a is it a bar, a pie, or a chart graph? Uh, it's a pie graph, interestingly enough. Nice, love it. That's the best kind. <laughs> no, it's that's a joke. That would be a terrible pie Republic graph. Republic of pie graph. graph. Um, nice. So, nice throwback. Okay, so the the first it looks like the first season in U.S. viewers, and I'm assuming this is probably live viewership. Um, I can't. These numbers look like it would be live viewership because I can't imagine it's smaller than this live viewership. But it looks like it averaged about 1.8 up to the finale, which was about 2.3 million viewers. Okay. Okay. Uh, Second season looked like it averaged about 1.5 million viewers with the season uh, premiere being at 2 million or 2.1 million and the season finale falling to about 1.5 okay then makes, you get to season three. Sense. then you get to season three and the first episode the premiere was nine hundred thousand people yeah nine hundred thousand people it peaked people were out nine hundred thousand people were out people. okay and so you think you think season three is bad well season yeah. four was at three hundred thousand people three hundred thousand jesus people watching westworld so you look at this show and i'm trying i think the westworld budget for season four was let me look it up i think it was in the um i think yeah, it was a hundred million yeah it was a hundred million dollars uh, oh okay uh, i think most of the westworld seasons were a minimum 100 million because even season one was a million. The first yeah. season was eighty-eight million. I'm reading right here. It was the lowest costing mm. season. I, I figured. I figured it would be a little cheaper because it was mostly shot on like on sets, whereas they had to go on a lot of location shooting for uh, for the latter season, like average. Singapore for like season two and three. So yeah, I, like, it was crazy. It's it's crazy. Like I, I tweeted, I tweeted today. Like if you would have told me that season world, see or uh, Westworld got, if you would have told me after season one that Westworld would get canceled after four seasons, I would have told you you're crazy. Uh, if you told me that after season two, I would have wondered how they got four seasons. Um, <laughs> because it, Well, like it, I said, really... they, they used to do, I don't know if they still do them, but after every episode of Westworld season one, they would do like this like five-minute featurette. And yes. I specifically remember that they said like this is a five season yeah. story that we have built out. And- yeah, and that's um that that's the part of the this whole discussion where I fall is like I, I those trends in viewership kind of speak for themselves in terms of like why why HBO and WB Discovery decided to pull the plug. Like no one can argue with those numbers, but. I would have just hoped to see Westworld get to finish telling their story. Cause as I will say the True. way season four ends, it sets up something that could have harkened back to the days of the first season. Would it have accomplished that? 
Probably not. It would have been really difficult to do. Um, I just would have liked to see it. I like when creatives get to tell their full visions of stories. Cause when a, when a show comes right out the gate and tells you, Hey, here's our five year plan of what we want to do instead of a lot of the ones where like they shoot one season and like, we'll see what happens after that. I just want to see that vision come to fruition, but you know, they hit enough stumbling blocks along the way that it kind of like, I don't remember if I said this earlier, like it kind of made it an easy call for, yeah for wb to pull the plug you know it's it's a shame um but it's also i'm not i wasn't too surprised by it um i think it was one of those initial like oh wow they canceled westworld that's crazy and then you dig a little deeper it's like oh well i guess i I, you know what i kind of get it from their perspective i think i brought it up earlier with you guys like with, with how successful house of the dragon was they can jump uh, they can jump off of shows like Westworld and move on to other things. Absolutely. Um, I mean, it is no, I mean, I think like you said, Ryan, it's, it's a, it's kind of an unfortunate situation, but I think with the new leadership over there at Warner brothers, I think it's definitely not something that any of us are really surprised by, um, you know, to put it lightly, but um, to kind of move off of Westworld a little bit, both uh, yeah we, we could have talked about we could talk about this for hours so <laughs> um jordan again welcome to the chat if you if you had a topic or maybe anything you wanted to specifically bring up or pose a question please feel free to unmute yourself let us know okay well first of all can you hear me i just want to make yes sure. we can yeah, we can hear a little you. quiet but no, but no big deal okay cool we'll edit that in post Thanks. god you're making um, you're putting so much work on my shoulders <laughs> do i have any okay i was gonna like like come into this a little bit earlier, but I already finished it. Because, like, today's frame, I could not yes. figure it out for life me. So you still don't know what it is? No, I had no idea what this is. I Evan, you want me to tell you? Jump in. <laughs> no, I already gave up, and I skipped to the end. Okay, framed spoilers, everyone. Today's framed is Escape from Alcatraz, a 1970s Clint Eastwood movie I have not Ooh. seen. Safe to say Cameron has not seen it either. I was going to say, what uh, I don't know. It just looks like a prison escape movie, and for some reason, I know what the poster of that movie looks like, and I could tell it was a '70s movie. Well, because I knew it was like a like a prison escape movie, and so like my first thought was like Shawshank Redemption, and then and it wasn't that. Then I checked the second one, and I was like, oh wait, what's that one movie that Chicken Run was based off of? <laughs> 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 like, is that I true? Would... Is that what Chicken Run is based off of? I think it's based off of The Great Escape, which is also oh. what I was thinking. But then I was like, okay. oh, wait. No. Yeah. Yeah, but that wasn't in the archive. So I was just like, what? why? And then um, I kind of skipped to the end. It was like, oh, it's good. I've okay. never actually, I, I do want to see The Great Escape. That's that's one I have not seen. Watch Chicken some, Run first. Some classic Steve McQueen. I've seen Chicken Run. Oh, okay. And, yes. and Wallace and Gromit. Uh, well, they're not mutually exclusive, but it's good that you've seen them both. Uh, same, same studio. Um, AJ, do you play framed still? If you first off, can you hear me? Yes, yes we, can, we hear can hear you. We've always been able to hear you. I was freaking yeah, out. I'm like, I am ruining their freaking show because I have to be. No, that was two weeks ago. Like, if anyone's ruining the show, it's us talking about Westworld for thirty minutes. That's hey, it's the big topic of the day. I, yeah, I don't know why we wouldn't talk about it. This is what the daddy daddy wants. Isn't this show about movies? These things. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Westworld, we talk about Westworld whatever we want. Movie. 
Has yeah, any, it's true. Has anybody <laughs> seen that on the Warner Brothers movie? <laughs> has anyone actually seen the the Yul Brynner movie? Which one, Cameron? You go first. Have you seen that? Wait, the original, the, the film? Westworld, the original Westworld, like the Westworld film starring Yul Brynner. Oh, oh, I have seen. Uh, oh, I seen. Oh, wow. Gordon, you've seen okay. it. On the film at Warner Brothers. There's, there's a bar scene, I think, in that with Yul Brynner. Please welcome Travis to the chat. It's Hello hard. there. <laughs> welcome. You know, hold on, really quick, obscure reference. You know what this reminds me of, and I know Ryan's probably the only one who'll get this reference. Was during COVID. Um, Katie Nolan, uh, formerly of ESPN, went mm-hmm. on and like she had hosted this thing where everyone tried to get the most famous person they could to join their. Oh, Zoom this was great! And there, were, yeah. there was just a point where there were like thirty people in that Zoom, and that's what that was awesome. Like right I remember now. that. It's so chaotic. I love it. Oh, um, I gotta watch that video again. That video I'm great. I'm a bit baffled here, Jordan. You've seen the original Westworld film. Yeah, okay, no, because it was on, like, mm-hmm. either, like, an HBO when I had, like, Free Weekend on cable, or it was on a random channel, like, on cable. And I thought it was, like, the actual show. And then I turned it on, because I was like, oh. <laughs> I like, I did kind of want to watch it, and I turned on, like, this looks really old. So she turns it off. The old Brenner's too good to be turned off. like me. No, I just kept watching <laughs> it. It's me. Uh, you know, someone who does love old films would be Travis. Travis had us pull over on the side of the road one time to look at the star of a, of a Hollywood Walk of Fame star that uh, someone I've never heard of. Dean Tierney. Um, yeah, see, it, I don't remember even who it was. Yeah. James Urinate? Gene Tierney. <laughs> oh, James Urinate. I said James yeah, Urinate. Urinate. Like, huh. No, but she was, she's this 40s actress that um she did a film called um leave him to heaven or something like that she she did like 38 films in her career she got nominated once but she's like really she was famous for her time she did a film called i think rebecca or something like that it's it's famous i, I can't think of oh yeah i know right rebecca now, she's famous yeah and rebecca i was like Black. oh i've watched during the pandemic i watched like 50 it is friday cameron knows rebecca because he loves the army hammer remake Oh, oh God! I'm <laughs> that dude's insane. Uh, he's just selling timeshares right now. He's fine. left me hungry oh, for cool. more. That's, for sure. That's good. But boo, boo! Children, children, boo this man! Ryan, please. <laughs> I really, I really just wanted to download this and post it. Oh, okay. My bad. Oh my goodness. Um, I want to bring something up that AJ and I talked about the other day, and I'm curious if anyone else in this. Oh group, God, it's not going to be uh, good if it was AJ. No. <laughs> Damn. How how would you know? It's not like you ever heard him talk. AJ never answered Cameron's question. Also earlier, uh, I would like to I like to point that out. What it was? <laughs> he was up. You said they did for how, free. Oh, did he? Did you? Did they really do that? For, I would actually like to know more of that. AJ, when you pitched that to people. Uh, when you were at uh, at the con in Texas to like say that Cameron <laughs> yeah. is the worst person, <laughs> how much say? how much description went into you asking them to do that? Like, how did hey, that said, go? Hey, can you roast our disabled friend for a second? <laughs> 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 He's like, well, then we got we actually have a listener base, and so everyone's like, oh, we know Cameron, and they just like went in on it. They're like, can I please say something on your behalf? Like, but by all means. Damn. I I had to edit out the ones that were just too profane. Damn. That's not not true. You have those saved somewhere for a rainy day. (laughs) 
I will say I, the ones that you have seen have been the tamest. I'm very excited to. Oh, wait, really? <laughs> so like, bear, uh, baby. You guys Holy went to one. Shit. You guys went at one event. You have content for like six years. Just people just oh, roasting yeah, really, Cameron, really, and really and we put out an eight minute video. <laughs> I love Hell y'all's yeah. video. Your Back to the Future thing was dope, man. Thank you. I love shout out to Cameron. It was really shout out to the over one hundred people that watched it within its first like twenty four hours of being live. We really my favorite part was how that. much Cameron was in it. <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> so mean. I do have a question for Cameron though. That was based on our last episode with Joel here. Cameron, you you grew up extremely Christian household, just like me. Were you allowed to trick mm-hmm. or treat? Oh wow! Oh, Did I trick or treat? Is that was a question? Yeah, that's a great yeah, question. Were you to celebrate Halloween, or was it too devil? I thought I, I thought I would have. I thought I explained this to. Um, my sister says she wants to watch people roast me. Okay, come on. Um, <laughs> Kaylee, I feel now like you've got to join my, in here. Now she's just you, airing it, my dirty laundry. We're roasting Cameron, and no one can roast him better than someone who spent their entire um, life with him. No, so I never did trick-or-treating because my first Halloween, I thought I told you, I know I told you this story on the podcast, and when when I bring it up, you, you didn't guys tell me because you never responded back. Um, my first Halloween, my parents had me all dressed up. I think I was a dragon, and just nondescript dragon. Yeah, just like a He's green like, dragon. No, dragon these nuts across your face. <laughs> oh, that was you know what that was you know what children children cheer for that joke that you all just made. I just like how there's going to be no editing done. So when you say that, I just like silence. <laughs> um. So anyway, yeah, so I dressed up as my dra- as a dragon, and I was so excited, and I ran out of the house before my parents, and I ran around the corner, wait, and there was a wait, kid Cameron, there. Your sister, the... your sister wants to tell the story. No, I don't care. She wasn't alive. Bold of her to have Taylor Swift. Bold of her to have Taylor Swift as her profile picture, considering she got to spend 30 seconds with her. Oh, was I thought that was Carrie Underwood. Thirty seconds seems is. like a long time compared to the story that I heard. Swift, Thank like, you, Ryan. Ryan it is a very long because time. of her music. Thirty seconds is a very, very <laughs> long time. Wait, Travis, what did you say about Taylor? So Swift? I was running when I was in high school. I was running across. I, I ran cross country and I was going to the finish line. I swear I went slower just listening to that damn music. <laughs> Because <laughs> you were enjoying it so much that you wanted no, to pull it. No, it was oh. quite the opposite of enjoyment. Oh, okay. like, what the heck is this? Are you ser- is he seriously dissing Taylor Swift right now? Yes, I know. Yeah. I think she's great. Just the moment she really someone did. from the show. <laughs> I think Karma Travis is a cat. I think Travis is just doing that so on her next album he'll have a song about him. Oh gosh. Don't we all? <laughs> Don't get on Cam's okay. bad side, Kaylee. Unfortunately, I have to tell you, he's all bad side. <laughs> Rude, but fair. Okay, um, finish your story, Cameron. Yeah, so there's a kid with a ghost mask face on. Like ghost uh, face or just a ghost? Or ghost no, face, ghost yeah. mask. Brian, come ghost on. Face. Okay. He had a ghost face mask He had a ghost mask, mask, mask on. face. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, and that freaked me out. And so I ran all the way home, and I never went trick-or-treating again. I've still never been trick-or-treating. Well, that, that begs the question, though. I'm sure everybody is thinking this after hearing that story. Who would win in the fight between a dragon and a ghost? We could all take turns answering. It's definitely I, a ghost. <laughs> okay, we're going to go one by one here. Jordan, dragon or ghost? 
<laughs> okay. Wait, I heard a, I heard a distant voice in the Jordan. background. Between a dragon and a ghost? What's and ignore ghost? the dragon, your nuts thing. <laughs> <laughs> it's not ignorable. It was perfect. The children already laughed at it. What kind of ghost is it? A dead one. Well, uh, did you say Aunt Jemima? <laughs> oh God, I would not want to mess with her in ghost form. All right, I'm just gonna go. With, I'm just gonna go with the dragon. All Ooh. right, good, good guess. I like it. AJ, ghost or dragon? I'm gonna go ghost. Where is the rope-a-dope move, man? Dragon's gonna wear himself out. All right, Cameron. Classic rope a dope. I'm a phoenix rising from the ashes. Okay. Um, what's up? Is a line Ghost from Wildland. Um, uh, never seen it. Well, so the thing is, is that a dragon legally can't fight a ghost because ghosts are dead. Legally? Uh, so what are the, what's legally, the legalese no. behind that? <laughs> um, in they, the they, the um, ghost lawyers drafted up the contract just say for the dragon's yeah, yeah, no, legally, like... League of Legends. Um, well, in that, a ghost will fight a dragon. Cameron, you're happen. running out of time here. I said, I said dragon. And they can't okay, fight dragon. each other. Okay, dragon. Travis, ghost or dragon? Oh, I think I'm going to go with... Well, since there's lawyers involved, I guess I'll just go with the dragon. <laughs> uh, because, I mean, you can't go wrong there. <laughs> And Travis would know. He's a two-season veteran over at uh, Halloween Horror Nights, unlike a certain one host on our show. <laughs> Ryan, ghost or dragon? <laughs> uh, Danny Phantom ain't never seen a dragon. He wouldn't beat the absolute shit Ooh. out of him. So, no ghost. Evan, ghost or dragon? Uh, I'm going to avoid the question. I'm going to say that I think in the next Scream movie, uh, Cameron will be the Drew Barrymore who gets killed first by Ghostface. Oh, my I've God. seen... A scream movie because I Jesus just I won't. never heard scream Sounds either. like maybe you need to confront your fears. Um, no, that's okay. We well, got to start. Well, I mean, if he's going to confront his fears, he's got to start with little children in Halloween costumes. I think <laughs> so. All right, and finally, last but not least, our, our first time hearing this voice live on the show, um, other than when Cameron's yelling at her, like, it's Monday, I'm recording. Um, Kaylee, dragon uh, or ghost? Those are the days. Uh, wait, can you hear me? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Welcome. Wow. Hi. <laughs> what? <laughs> um, wait, I think a dragon, because... Ghosts are just like dead people, and they're like normal people, but dead. I don't know. <laughs> You're, what oh, was that? That was, that was electric content. Holy Wait, Keely, who's this? <laughs> that was electric. I love that. That was great. Keely, is this your roommate that followed me? That was as much of a... What? Wait, yeah, what? my roommate followed you. <laughs> She Jessica. said Lala Land's her favorite movie. She too. said, Dave, this guy kind of cute. No, no one's ever said that Master before. She's ever worked at a movie theater. Lala <laughs> <laughs> uh, Land is her favorite movie. I know, I see I'm that. Tr- uh, okay. I'm confused. Are you trying to like set him up right now? <laughs> yeah, Cameron already has like three what different girlfriends. <laughs> what color is her hair? I have three different girlfriends. Who are my other two girlfriends? One in each city, right? One in each city. What is this? (laughs) What is happening? 
This this may be the this is easily the most chaotic episode of the show, and I'm all I'm all for it. I don't even know what's happening. What what are they saying? Wait, okay, hold on. So there's someone else in the room with you, Kaylee. The call yeah. is coming from inside the house. Who is it? I hear you. We'll have them. Can say you hello. mute, Kaylee? I'll mute. I'll mute. She said, "I'll mute myself." That that was. Guys, I I don't want to throw this term around lightly. That was an electric factory, right? Ladies there. and gentlemen, that was of course Kaylee, who you may know from Cameron's TikTok account. I that I was told, incredible. I told my sister because I sent out the link because I was trying to get as many people to come to our show as possible. So I sent the link out to my sister and I said, "Hey, send this to your friends who like movies." And she said, "Oh, okay, I'll send it to my friend." And I didn't realize it was her roommate, and so apparently. That was her roommate who she sent the link to who then came in, and that was the noise that we were hearing. The, the noise. Um, yeah. You mean the, pers- wanna... the person talking? Yeah, <laughs> the, 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 the noise. <laughs> this episode of the I'd Like a Refund podcast is brought to you by Popple, the number one selling digital business card. Now, as we all know, so much of our personal and professional lives these days exists online. So being able to share that information as quickly and efficiently as possible is key. And with Popple, it couldn't be easier. So like with a quick tap of your Popple device, so for instance, I have a Popple card, all of your contact info is instantly shared to whoever you're connecting with. So you just kind of tap it against their phone and it shares your customizable homepage that has links to your social media, websites, portfolios, and one of my favorites, even payment apps. So let's say I just went and got a burrito with my friends. I paid for everybody. I'm like, hey, you got to pay me for that burrito. I tap my card. All my links come up. They can click right there on my Venmo, and they could share me that burrito money. So if you're interested in grabbing yourself a Popple, which I highly recommend because these things are freaking great, whether you're using it for personal use, professional use, use our code of ILAR20 for 20% off of your Popple orders. That's I-L-A-R, all caps, 20 for 20% off your Popple order. Or go to our bio. We've got a link in our bio. You'll see a little Popple thing in our link tree that will take you right to the page. Thank you again, Popple. And now back to the show. Um, I'd like to move into something that may get uh, – it could get out of hand. We'll see. Um, I'd like to open the floor up for some gripes here. Um, We've got Jordan, Evan, and AJ here. I know Travis also listens to the show. I think Kaylee listens every now and then. So if any of you would like to air out any grievances with anything that we've ever said, things that we haven't covered, opinions that we've had, now is the time for you to do so. So if anyone would like to – can't say anything bad about me. <laughs> I, I, I just wanted to see something. your guys take on at the new avatar coming out because it's coming out in the world of marvel so i just want to know what you guys thoughts are on that and i'm just going to watch you guys duke it out you're right the avatar is the newest marvel movie no in, in the world of marvel because marvel's like so big right now and then avatar is coming out and james cameron's all like oh you gotta watch it don't do this it's it's funny how travis like says that in a certain way because like we forget how long ago Ava- the first avatar came out only two MCU movies were out by the time when the first Avatar movie came out. Uh, Iron it. Man and, and the Incredible Hulk. Uh, Incredible Hulk. It, yeah, all three of those movies came out in 2008. Right? I think the Avatar was oh, movies. What? No, Avatar? Avatar, no, Avatar was, was 2009, came out in like 2010. 
Well, it was nine. Yeah, it was oh, I'm sorry. I was off by one year. Oh, excuse I'm such a fucking idiot by being off by one year. My bad. And my logic still stands because no movies from Marvel came out in 2009. So, so yeah. Children, children. Boo Joel. Boo him for being so hurtful during his discourse right there. How dare you? I, Who I mean, left? The- Who left? What do you mean? What do you mean to the left? Yeah, everyone's still oh, here. Everyone did leave. Oh, okay. Oh, one of the guest people left. We, you we know what? Like, Whoever you are, goodbye. We had 13 <laughs> people, and now we're down to 12, so. No, I was uh, talking about, like, the people whose voices are, like, who is in the call right now. Everybody's right now. muted right now so that we can have this conversation. It's your show, man. I'm not trying to hog the mic. No, everyone hog the mic. Actually, as a matter of fact, everybody unmute and just say anything you want right now. <laughs> yeah, don't do that. Well, in that case, when did Captain America, the first Captain America come out? Because now I was thinking of that. Just 2011. 2011. Yeah, oh, it was 2011. Oh, wow. Hold on. Wait, what's going on? Are you seeing the new A24 movie, Funny Pages? <laughs> I haven't seen Funny this Pages. Exactly- no, I want to. I just Jordan, saw it tonight. It was pretty good. Jordan's like up in uh, arms, like guys. It clearly came out in July of 2011, and Kaylee. No, I really like, want to see it. Does Cameron like Baby Driver? <laughs> Dude, After Sun is like, I can't honestly think of a movie that like makes me cry when I think about it. But like for some reason, After Sun literally does. Well, all right then. Okay. It got really quiet. It was really loud. Insane content. We're supposed Um, to be talking about Avatar, right? Or are we doing other stuff? Yeah, let's 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 discuss Avatar a little bit, and then we'll move into uh, to uh, Marvel a little bit because Jordan and Ryan are both like savants with what like Jordan could be like. Oh yeah, uh, uh, Age of Ultron came out on. July twelfth, yeah, no, uh, twenty twelve. At no, it was uh, it was actually in May. I know that because May in twenty fifteen. Yeah, because I went after prom. We went and watched Avatar or uh, Age of Ultron. Or no, the first Avengers. I'm sorry. No, first Avengers is twenty twelve. Twenty twelve. That yeah. Um, Okay. No, Avatar. Um, I'll speak first on this since I'm the one who did not go to. The re-release, but you I mean the, the, original... the re-release where they cut out the f word and the hair sex? Oh yeah. my god, yeah. dude, I was so pissed. I was like, <laughs> See, I was we know you were. Movie. Yeah, I, I, I didn't even know. Movie. And Wait, then they came out. on, and they like, did, I, like, yeah. like I told, I told Ryan, I was like, man, he's like, you're you're, you're gonna love this part. <laughs> and then Cameron leaned over to his girlfriend. I was like, here we go. Cameron took his ponytail out, and I was like. Did I just like misremember? Like I like I would have sworn <laughs> did I, we saw did I their see this hair in the fun. porn version. Yeah, like, like I would have sworn. I've been practicing this move all week, only for it to get cut. <laughs> <laughs> and and then like I was like I was sworn. And so I can't believe they took it out. That really makes me sad because I, well, I think what that means is that there's not going to be any hair sex. In Way of the Water, Way of Water. No, there's no, there's no way Jimmy Cameron put the hair sex in this. Too much around. friction. Well, I mean, they're going to do underwater <laughs> stuff now, so. <laughs> so Hell, a yeah, more wet than the first one. Hey, hey. It shows off the rails. Love uh, it. <laughs> I saw the original Avatar IMAX 3D opening weekend. Loved it. Had a great time. Brag, I though. saw it. I saw it. I think one at for one for sure. Maybe two more times in theater. Um, 
I enjoyed it. I mean, I know a lot of people talk crap on, oh, it's not an original story or whatever. It's it's more spectacle than anything. But like, yeah, like who cares? Like sometimes you just want to go see a movie that it's like, holy crap, look at this like feat of, you know, CGI and, and you know, visuals. Like that's sometimes fun and, and, you know, even more valuable than a good story. If the story is decent, but the visuals are insane, like I'm probably going to have a good time with it. Mm. Um, I, I, I after I think a lot of people, a lot of people feel your way from like the general My populace way that goes, and see, goes and sees movies. Um, I think, but I I would personally disagree it, with that. No, I mean, it, I, you're it's you're you're making a very valid point. Like I'm not saying that's the case all the time, um, but like especially with a movie like Avatar, like like I'm going into Avatar, like yeah, I'm ready to see some giant blue people. You know, like I don't. You know, that's what's more important to me, the kind of like the tech side of things, um, which is kind of how I'm going into the way of water. Like I saw the previews at D23 and I was like, I can't believe how like what this looks like. You know what I mean? Like story aside, I'm just yeah, it looks cool. I'm just looking forward to seeing the movie simply for what it's. I'm going into it saying I've been waiting 84 years for the second one to come out, so that's the way I'm viewing it. Is it is it not insane that like he's oh, he's, like they're in the middle of filming like, the Steven fourth and fifth this. one right now? Steven, what's up, dude? If you'd like what's to up, talk, Steven? feel free to hit the speak request thing. I'll let you in. Um, it's kind of chaos right now, so yeah. Uh, chaos Cameron, is a ladder. Cameron, if you want to kind of give your thoughts really quickly next, but I'd love to hear Ryan's too because he just saw it for the first time like two months ago or whatever. Yeah, I can't no, I think so. I think Avatar is a really good example of how. Um, and I mean, other people might not be guilty of this, but I think it's something that, um, it was some, that a lot of people and whether it was social media, whether kind of like started hating on it because it it kind of became the thing where it was cool to hate on it. And I really do think it changed a lot of our perspectives of it because, you know, that movie came out in 2009, come 2015, you hadn't seen it since it, you know, came out because, you know, it's a, it's really a movie that only can exist in its in like the way it was supposed to be seen in theaters right it really benefits from that theater experience and come 2015 if you watch it on you know a a tv a laptop a phone um you know it's not it's not doesn't really do anything for you and so you know at least i i'm I'm like oh yeah you know avatar okay yeah it was it was pretty cool and going back it it was like it was pretty cool like visually but like as a whole it wasn't you know really that great uh and then going back and watching it uh in re-release in imax with ryan it reminded me how i felt the first time i watched it which is like oh my god this is like literally life altering like it is a life altering theater experience um obviously you know we've seen a lot of stuff a lot more stuff technologically now than we did back then um but even with that i mean i i I think i was talking ryan obviously i don't know what your thoughts are but this i think we talked about this is a movie that if that came out like if it literally came out this year it would be oh, still yeah. better than most, like CGI wise, still better than most of the movies that come. I out. would, I would say all. What I think it would what be the best one. What are you talking about? They replaced Kevin Spacey with Christopher Plummer. That was. was <laughs> I'm just kidding. I was going to say, all was that CGI? The or did they just, or did they just reshoot <laughs> the scenes? So I don't right. remember. I really uh, don't remember a, what it, they did. It was a mix of both. Okay. 
it was really funny. Uh, not to d- derail this, because I know it's my turn to talk about Avatar, but just for that All the Money in the World movie, if you look at, like, the like the basically like the prosthetics that they put Spacey in to play that role. And then you look at Christopher Plummer, who they just had look like his normal self. And then you saw an actual picture of Getty. Christopher Plummer just looks like Getty. Oh, absolutely. So why, he should have so why would you not just cast absolutely. him originally? It's just, well, no, it's, it was always so it's funny. funny you mentioned, it's funny you mentioned that because I remember reading reviews uh, from people who had seen, from critics who had seen both versions. Um, mm. And they said that Christopher Plummer's version, like, was better because it didn't feel like he was acting nearly as hard. Or, like, Kevin Spacey right. was making, mm-hmm. like, a spectacle of his character. Yeah. Where, like, Christopher Plummer was just acting, you know, it was just like, you know, it just felt way more natural. Uh, right. Which makes sense because obviously, uh, Spacey comes from like a theatrical background, right? Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Ryan, let's get your let's get your thoughts here on Avatar, and then I have a question I'd like to pose for everybody that's in the chat right now and in the call. So, um, let's, let, Ryan, you just saw Avatar for the first time. You never saw it in its original run, correct? I did not. No, awesome. I never so this never is- saw the never saw the original run in theater. Never watched it on TV or any streaming thing ever. I'm almost like, I don't want to say envious, but like the fact that you're going to get both Avatar and Way of the Water, I'm sorry, Way of Water, um, merely months apart, like that, that's yeah. pretty exciting. So like, how was that first experience for you getting to finally see it? I, I basically treated it like this was a brand new movie that was coming out. Like that's how I went into it because I felt like I didn't want, like, obviously I know this the supposed stink of like, Oh, we waited so long for this sequel. Um, you know, I just didn't want that mentality going in. So I was like, I'm just going to treat this like, this is a brand new movie that's coming out this year. And like Cameron brought up, like if you could have, if I had never heard of avatar before this, like didn't know anything about its history or anything. And you were like, this is a brand new movie that, came out this year, be like everything that I saw about it would be like, Oh yeah, I I totally believe this. Yeah. This is nothing about this film looks like it was made in the late two thousands. It's an absolute spectacle of a film uh, on the camera side and on a digital effects side. Um, The story itself, you know, it's nothing special. It's literally a story we've seen many other times. You were just missing that hair scene. It would have changed things. I, but yeah, I, yeah, that hair story, scene. It really threw off the pace. Not having it really threw off the pace. <laughs> Cameron, like, just Cameron was looking around frantically in the theater to make sure everyone else noticed that it wasn't in there. Um, but I, I just think, uh, I, I think, uh, what's the best way to say this? I am excited for the way of the water. Um, I think it's a movie that in the world to kind of like link this to Travis's question um, in the world where we get so much like big budget comic book superhero type of films, it's nice to potentially have a film like Avatar for the people that aren't necessarily the fans of like the a great point. The, the pre-owned IP elements. It's like, yeah, Avatar mm-hmm. now is its own IP, but it's it was an original. With the, even though the story is not original, um, the 
the creation that James Cameron made was a, an original right. thing that he put together. So I think for that audience that like likes to go see like a big budget blockbuster, but doesn't want to sit through the Thor love and thunders and the multiverse of madness and the black Adams and stuff like that, because they just never, they just never got into the comic book world stuff. I think this is a very important film for those people. Um, and also to kind of touch on that, I think there's a lot at stake with this movie, which is something no one's brought up yet. Like we know those other avatar movies are going to come out. I don't think, I don't think there's going to be any circumstance where James Cameron doesn't get to put all of these films out. You know, it's like with Westworld, like we said, like we would have liked to have seen the five season vision come to fruition. I don't think there's any world where we don't get these other all five four avatar movies <laughs> avatar. that are supposed to be coming out. Yeah. Like I think they're all going to come out, but you know, this is a Disney owned property now and we know Disney, you know, they, they're supposed, they're the supposed top dog in the industry now. And they've earned it with not only with the content that they've made, but of course with the monopolizing that they've started to do, which is something that most people, including myself as the massive Disney fan, don't really care for the monopoly that they're making over there. Um, when they buy Warner Brothers, when they're the next ones to buy Warner Brothers, that'll be even worse. Um, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I think there's a lot at stake for them with this uh, because you know they've got their two biggest franchises. You know, we talk about like Warner Brothers, like Harry Potter and DC. Their biggest franchises are Marvel and Star Wars. And if you ask the the standard film goer of the last couple of years, those are two properties that are starting to trend down on the film side. Right. Uh, so I think Avatar is a big movie for everybody all involved. I think it's big for the fans. Oh. I think it's big for the studio. And I think for James Cameron, he wants to prove a lot of people wrong that it was worth the wait for this movie. I think, I think another thing, and this is just real quick. I think another thing that's really great about Avatar compared to, you know, because like you said, it is a franchise, but all of these other franchises, we've just been oversaturated with their content. I mean, like I whether you, whether you like it or whether you like it or not, there is a lot of it. I, like, I went to sit down to watch. Once. Uh, I went I went to go watch Andor today <laughs> because I've heard really great things about it. But like I literally yeah. sat down Andor's and I really went to good. turn it on, and I'm like, I don't want to watch Star Wars right now. I have yeah. seen too much Star Wars, and like I was flipping through, and I was like, oh, you know, maybe I'll I'll catch up on She Hulk because I you know I haven't finished it. But like literally, I was like. I don't want to watch that. Like the like I when Black Panther comes out, one hundred percent I'm going to be there on Thursday night watching that movie. So yeah. excited for it! But like we're just so saturated. And so like the great thing about Avatar two coming out is that this is a movie that came out like what thirteen years ago, and it took thirteen years yeah. to do a sequel, and it and it's just it's it's not. It's not, it hasn't saturated itself. And hopefully it doesn't. Right. You know, hopefully we don't get to the point where there's Avatar stuff everywhere. Because we wait for an Avatar nice way of the sand in 2031. Yeah. It's nice to have franchises where it's like, you know, every, you know, it's, these movies don't come out every year. Like uh, the other one I'm really looking forward to this year that is, you know, probably the beginning of a franchise. Uh, or at least the first step of a franchise is Glass Onion. Um, well, it's the second again, installment of the franchise. Yeah, and you know uh, that would would that movie come out twenty nineteen? So it's been three years. Yeah, which again, yeah. it's enough time for it to be like, oh, I'm hungry for another one of these. 
Hungry uh, for hungry. I for really an want an onion. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Onions <laughs> are like ogres. You ever eat a, um, like a question about Avatar stuff? Oh, oh yes, what's up, please. AJ? So being that I, I can't, or uh, Joel, I think you touched up on as well. Like this is not a story really driven series. It's more of a, just a basic a, a tech demo. Like this is fun stuff to see on screen. Do you think there's going to be a point of diminishing returns on that? Considering there's going to be a freaking like dozen of them. And it's I, based on the, the visual appeal. That's I'll a touch on this really quick. And then you guys can jump in. I think, I mean, think of it this way, right? We have so much CGI in this in the space that we kind of exist in right now, right? With both between, you know, the, the Marvel films and star Wars and, and even every film has CGI now DC. Oh, absolutely. You know, any film with a budget over like, over like $20 million, there's like a, there's CGI shots in it, whether you know it or not. I mean, for your, to, to link it to you, uh, AJ, you know, with the Godzilla films and these monster, you know, films that we see, we see CGI at such a large scale on a, are you t- on a are you daily telling me basis. Godzilla's CGI. Sorry, bud. Don't don't you dare break my heart. But <laughs> I'll tell you this, and I, I don't want to keep beating a dead horse with this, but it's like when I saw that footage at D twenty three, I was for the first Crying. time in a long time. <laughs> yeah, um, I was blown away by the CG work. Like I was genuinely like baffled at what i was looking at and keep in mind i was looking at this on like a not theater screen you know what i mean like this was a a a convention hall where they had screens and projectors and granted i was wearing the glasses and everything but like i i can only imagine what this is going to look like in the theater so i think as long as they are somewhat ahead of the curve in you know from a technological standpoint in some way shape or form I think it's always going to be just as exciting because I think Cameron made the point earlier. The first movie came out in 2009 and you still watch that today and it's better than half the CGI we see out there today. So they kind of maintain that quality and along those lines also continue to get better. Who knows what watching a movie like is 10 years from now, right? So in 2032, if I'm going to see the fourth avatar film or the third avatar film, and now we're watching movies, you know, in every movie is 4D and you're wearing haptic suits when you watch it. And like, who knows? Hell what, yeah. What, it's like Ready Player One. It, yeah, exactly. Who knows what it means to watch a movie? But if they're maintaining this quality and always kind of staying ahead of the curve, I don't know if they can ever get to that point where it's like diminishing returns. Because I think you're always going to be excited for like, well, what did James Cameron do this time? You yeah. Know? It's like, how is he going to want like up him up his level, basically? Right. Like, what's he going to do that surpassed? Of the last one. I will say that Avatar as a franchise now is the only ones that can get me to go see something in a 3D theater. I don't like going oh, yeah. to see movies in 3D. I really think it's a gimmick. I remember when like the 3D TVs came out. It's like, yeah, you can watch TV at home and put your glasses on to watch. It's like, I don't really want to oh, do I that. I remember so. Shark Week when it was 3D. That- <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I forgot. Shark Week fucking loves their gimmicks. That's That is a fact. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, the reason that I'm willing to do that for Avatar is because of James Cameron pushing, like, the technical aspects of this. So I, I think, I think this all really depends on how well the movie is received. Like, uh, it's kind of something we haven't really touched on too much in this discussion is that what if the movie is just, like, 
not received well. I think it's going to make its money. Like it's um, not, I don't think it's going to make the money that the first one has because there's just been so much time since then for the first avatar to, I, I believe as of this date, the highest grossing movie of all time. Um, like it's not going to do that. Like, I just don't think that's possible in the current state of the theaters. Um, but if the movie's just not received well, like if people, if the mentality coming out is, but we waited 13 years for this, like this is all we got. Like, I, I, I don't know. I, I don't, I don't think so, but I'm just, I'm, I'm playing devil's advocate. Like, like what happens next? Like do, do people become more, do they like grown more at the thought of more avatar movies? Do they become less interested in more avatar movies? And, and then in turn that leads to like, you know, the over, like it becomes oversaturated without them even having to do it themselves. Cause, because in the public opinion, it's oversaturated because they look at it negatively. You know what I, do you know what I'm trying to say there? I get you. Yeah. Like, I think like it could be like, they could not do anything besides release their movies on their current schedule right now. And if it doesn't hit with the audience, that just the general thought will be that, oh, there's too much Avatar now and there's now we're just coming out soon. So I think I think it's definitely in play, depending on how well received the movie is. Uh, I have a I, I got to bring something up here based on a comment we got in the chat. Um, Kaylee, if you're still listening, are you talking about Navi River Journey? Or are you talking about Flight of Passage? Oh, that's right. There's two rides there. Um, The Flight of Passage. That is oh, wild wow. that you would say that because I mean I've I, I've avoided, yeah, I've avoided watching watching ride throughs because I do intend on going out there and I would like it to not be spoiled as best I can. Um but I've heard such great things about yeah. Flight of Passage. I think it's crazy that you you would say it's such a letdown. No, it's it's not like I don't know. For me, because it's just well, I don't want to ruin it actually. So <laughs> Fair point. Yeah, Joel asked this question, but deep down, I know. he's like, I don't want to hear anything. Well, I guess I hear like, like thank I guess, you, but I guess up. I can kind of, <laughs> I can kind of prompt this in a way where you wouldn't have to spoil it. But for you, was it more the ride experience itself, or was it the fact that like, I'm trying to figure out the best way to word this, like. Was it the ride system? Like it was just different than you expected it to be. You were thinking it was like a roller coaster or was it just like, you just simply just didn't enjoy it. Like it just wasn't what you had hoped it would be. Um, kind we kind of all of it. Do you, do you know what it is? Like what I'm, the ride I'm system is? fairly you know, familiar yeah. with what the ride system is. Yeah. Yeah. It, to me, it was like really universal. Like, Cause universal. Oh, that's a great point. Like yeah. The, like, like screens. Three D. Like. Oh god. It just felt like that. Honestly, the line queue, which I stood in for like three and a half hours, was more mm. fun than the ride. Oh, we love ourselves. That a good was queue. really cool. I mean, even just the the whole land itself with the floating rocks I and like all that. Like, just, I know. I want to see it. Shut up. Cause they have the like floating um <laughs> animatronic like avatar in the queue. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That one's really cool. Yeah, shouts to our guy Joe Rody for just absolutely knocking it out of the park with an absolute, absolute king of his craft. 
but okay, I just I had to ask about that because, like Ryan and I both said, I mean, hear nothing but great things about about that, and so yeah, uh, I have heard it, people it, say that like the Avatar Land as a whole is like a really cool thing to like walk through, but like there's not a lot to like really do there besides the two rides and if you don't really there's weird con- food if you don't co- well there's weird That's food at every theme park oh i can't hear anybody well who what's a lupia what is that change to my other pair of airpods you don't know what lupia is no i have no idea what that yeah. is oh what like egg rolls? <laughs> they're the oh yeah Filipino egg rolls. It's the oh, oh okay egg wait rain do you really not know what lupia is no, I never. I have literally never oh, heard that term in my entire the, life. Wait, wait sorry. In the, in the I, I didn't have headphones. And what? What did you bring up? We're talking about food. Oh, this is what lumpia is. <laughs> you don't know what lumpia is? No, I've never <laughs> heard that before. Oh in my, my life. god! Don't you have <laughs> Filipino <laughs> friends? Are the big? Uh, no, actually, does you? Yeah. <laughs> Um, no, dude, lumpia. You go to like a Filipino party, you're gonna put down like fifty lumpia. Guaranteed. Yeah, I mean, oh, have man. you seen me eat? I eat like a bird. Yeah, Ryan's See, like, is there, well, is there a bird, in this? But I eat that much lumpia. <laughs> okay. So it's like, it's like, a, I mean, I think AJ said it. it's like an egg roll, basically. They're like, yeah, imagine egg rolls, but like, like hotter sister. I'm going to give you a shock you egg roll, so. I'm going to shock you here, though, Ryan. They're smaller than a regular egg roll. Egg rolls are already so, pretty small, so. They're thin, man. They're thin. Are we talking like spring, like spring roll size, dude? They're like okay. a Vienna sausage, Vienna sausage sized, like egg roll, and you're just pounding oh, these things, man. You're just throwing them back. Excuse me. You're at a you're at a, oh. you're at a party and you're throwing them back. How do I spell this? Real Filipino man gets a banana ketchup. Oh yeah. L U M. I found it. Guy has never had lumpia before. Wait, oh, so I'm assuming you brought up then the uh, the lumpia that they serve that's like the pineapple one, right? The sweet one? At uh, Disney World? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because they have that over at uh, Disneyland now. Oh. Where? Yeah, Where can you get that at Disneyland? Over at, um, what the heck is it called? Is it a bangle? Uh, no, no, no. Um, oh, my goodness. Oh it's my over goodness. what used to be Aladdin. Oh uh, Aladdin. It's uh, Tropical Hideaway. <laughs> oh, okay. So over by Dole Whip. Yeah. Uh, okay, we're talking Disney parks. Stephen Ross, folks, from Stephen Ross Gaming. You know him on Twitch. You've seen him on Instagram. He's been on our show. Stephen, why don't you unmute yourself and say hello? You've been here for a little bit. What's up, world? Can you hear me? What's up? Yes. <laughs> hey, man for me i got ready room tomorrow <laughs> what? Oh, this man's talking about warner in brothers morning. in this chat i just love joel putting him on the spot when he when steven was like you know i just want to observe i don't really want to you know <laughs> no, I said, dude i sent him a message like no you're talking i, yeah, yep. I invited him <laughs> um steven you have you had that lumpia uh the pineapple one i think i've had it one time when I was in Disney, but i can't really remember it wasn't that memorable Oh no! <laughs> oh, you know what? I'm out now. <laughs> Just I don't know. Sometimes it's cream cheese is like a hit or miss for me. And, oh, uh, I love cream cheese. Wait, wait a minute. There's cream cheese in these? Not well, Disney, not yeah. normal lumpia. These ones. These are like. Uh, oh, okay. Ones. Fucking, di- fucking Disney ruining things. 
Come on. No. I like no, he said yeah, Steven said yeah, cream cheese is a hit or miss and like everybody unmuted. <laughs> <laughs> cream cheese is only good on a bagel. Fight me, cowards. No. It's bad. So cream, that. One of the worst cheese. things anyone ever cream made cheese is really good in sushi. So. Oh my god. Okay. I don't even like crab rangoon. Or let alone I haven't had it like since I've grown to be okay with cream cheese. But the fact that you just said that is bonkers, dude. They're disgusting. I love crab rangoon. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna eat this thing that's only cream cheese and imitation crab. Now get the hell out of here with that. I'm out of here. No. Well don't, don't do be that. poor and get the good crab thing. <laughs> don't be poor. Listen to Cameron in all Chinese AJ. restaurants in America. Don't be poor. AJ, thoughts on Crab Rangoon? I'm a fan, but I'm also, like, trashy when it comes to the seafood I'll eat. Oh, I mean, Calif- let's be real here. When people are like, I love sushi, 95% of people will mean, I love California rolls. Like, yeah, right. <laughs> Rice and avocado and crab meat, right? And fake crab. crab. Meat, right? <laughs> yeah. Like, the lie. That's all that's all that's why it's a sushi that's lover. Out. That's why that's all that's in the California sushi. roll. I like real sushi. Do you get the nigiri, which is just the rice ball and like the the piece of raw fish on top? Me? Cameron gets everything. Yeah. yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. of course. Yeah, that's like, that's, that, that's stuff real good. Sashimi, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's I'm all about the yeah. Nigiri, I love the octopus and the squid and like the eel and all that stuff. Oh boy, let's mm-hmm. go. Yeah, that's how that's how you do sushi. Don't give me Dude, all my twenty first birthday. Bullshit. I went to the sushi restaurant. Like the oh, really nice birthday. one last year. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah, last year. Yeah. If the food's not fucking you back, real quick really for uh, yeah, you need to like really slurp it down, and it's got to give you some resistance along the way. I remember there was an episode of CSI about people eating that live octopus thing where you have to like shove it down your throat, but the person didn't do it right, so the octopus like killed them. Was it CSI Miami? No, was it CSI, CSI the boys? Oh, not, I'm not interested then. You only like CSI Miami because of Horatio? Hell, hell yeah, dude. The fucking Horatio taking his sunglasses off to really start the episode. I love that. I mean, did it like clockwork. It was beautiful. Like David dude, the freaking, Caruso, shout out. The freaking, the meme, like, how do you find uh, Will Smith in the snow? Look for the fresh prince. Yeah! yeah! <laughs> uh, real quick, I just wanted to say hello to all the guests that we have that are not currently in the call for those of you that maybe just got here by choice, this is the I'd Like a Refund podcast. You can find us on Instagram or all the places where you'd watch or listen to podcasts. Um, but yeah, I mean, if you want to join in the conversation, we're kind of just a mod podge of different topics tonight. But feel free to hit the speaking request button. We'd love to have all you on. Um, but yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll kind of continue along here. We've been talking about sushi and whatnot. Um, Steven, Travis, AJ, Kaylee, any of you have any other sort of topics in the environment that we normally talk about? I, I kind of wanted to talk AJ. I know we did on your episode, but I wanted to bring up Marvel snap again, but if anyone else has any other topics, oh, yeah. we can talk, talk about, about that about before that. we get into that. What are your guys' thoughts on the new DC <laughs> structure with James Gunn and other guy? Uh, show me, what, show me what you're, show me what you're gonna do. I need to see a, uh, I need to see like an outline for the next couple of years before that. What do you want? He, it, Ryan's like, I want, I want, 
I want him to go stand James Gunn standing on a stage and be like, here we go. This is phase two of Marvel. <laughs> yeah. Um, I do. You know what? I do because they don't he, do anything right. So yes, I would like to see an I outline don't, of what they plan. No, no. I, I strongly disagree because I think the thing that DC should not do is follow Marvel's suit. Because I just I want to know what they're. I, I just want to know what movies are coming after the shitty. Flash well, the dumpster fire that is DC but, right now. I don't think they're going to even reach that point. I don't think. Oh, I, hell I, I yeah! Disagree. Hell Jesus yeah. Christ! I disagree More with Warner Brothers slander. Yes. <laughs> People taking real... shots at DC. The, the Zaddy's fucking here, and he's ready to snipe all of us for shooting down his new WB Discovery product. I am here for it. I Let's feel like. Go. That you had your chance, Zaddy, when I was on the grounds this past weekend and you didn't take your shot. Can I go? Yes. Thank you. Uh, I feel like (laughs) it would actually be really interesting. uh, And I think it would be kind of smart for DC to not have that same approach right now. I think what they should do is focus on and i know you know obviously we've talked about james gunn a lot didn't really like what he's done in the guardians of the galaxy films um however oh, that that's uh, just you he, just to clarify that's that just you that feels that way i, I said me <laughs> yeah i, I know i just I, wanted to make i wanted to make sure that everyone knew specifically singular. that it was just you not another person just you uh however what he did with suicide squad was really a really spectacle good. Um, it's the best thing DC's done outside of Peacemaker yes, in the last very, like, yes. five years. And that's years. also his. Yeah, um, it's his two things. So, so what I think they need to do, honestly, is like shut up and just put Dribble. out a movie at a time. <laughs> just put out, like, once they get done with all of this that's stuff, fair. with like this <laughs> Blue Beetle um you know flash stuff i think that they just need to like literally shut up make a movie like advertise one movie release it advertise the next movie release it this whole thing that like what marvel's done because again it's it, the oversaturation thing i they don't earned it though guys. Like I, earned but it. I don't but ryan what i'm saying is i don't know about you guys but i look at marvel's like announcements for the next like five like three years four years and i'm like are you kidding me <laughs> like just just give me a break give okay me but a like break. i i get that point but at the same time when marvel releases those slates 90 percent of those things on that slate come out like they hit the they hit their marks with those things do you remember a couple years ago when dc released their slate on a fucking company conference call and like half of those didn't even come out they didn't even make those movies because things hit the shit so bad. Some of those movies that were announced on that company call are coming out next year in the Flash movie. This call was like nine years ago. Like I, I, here, I, I gave like a very micro answer when I was like, just show me what you're working with. Uh, and a more macro, what you got, in a more macro sense to like further explain like, I think the hire was good. I like the two guys that they got. I think they could have gone a lot of worse routes, and they they went a pretty good one. I think they could have gone um, like Zack Snyder, Joss Whedon. Oh, too. I mean, well, nobody's hiring Joss Whedon for anything right now. So, <laughs> um, I, they could have gone a bad route, and they didn't. So, of course, I'm I'm happy about that. As a fan of just cinema, and then of course of comic book genre, I'm happy about that. But the cinema. I think I don't think you can afford to not say anything for the next what like 
year and a half or whatever until Flash comes out, whenever that comes out. I don't even remember. I guess a year maybe. Like, I don't know. They could do so much damage to themselves in the next year if they just sit on their hands and don't give fans anything to be excited about except like, hey, here's these two movies that we have coming out. Cause like those could both very much suck. Like, and even, even if they're, even if they're good, they have each one has somebody attached to it that is going to garner negative attention to it. So I think you have to give those DC fans some meat on the bone to chew on for a little bit while they get through this rough year that they still have between black Adam and these next two movies coming out. You got to give them something. Like I, I totally get what you're saying about like, let's ease into it. Cause that's something that people have always said. Like the worst thing DC did for themselves was to try and rush to catch up to Marvel. I totally agree yeah. with that. They could definitely uh, benefit by taking the slower, slow, but steady route with that and being like, Hey, this year we're just doing Superman. And then when that comes out, they start promoting Batman and then Wonder Woman and what, like however they want to do it, like take a slow and steady thing. If that's how they want to do it, if that's the new vision they see, I totally get well, it. But I just think you have be... to give them something because the stuff that they have right now is not good. It's not looking good for them. But see, I also hate DC fans, so I'm fine with giving them nothing. Well, I mean, that's a that's a different that's a whole different discussion. That's a yes, completely I, yeah. yeah yeah. I totally it's not the DC fans. It's the Snyder fans. Are... Yeah, those are the real ones. Oh, well, yeah, also, that's a great point. Cameron also it's hates the, the Joker fans. fanboys, so. Cameron's got Long two over. DC subscript fan bases that he is not they, fond They're of, just so. really annoying. They just won't shut up. And oh, they're like God. they're like those people that are like obsessed with A24 movies. <laughs> but uh, uh, I uh, I just I, I only have I some of their this, merch. I will say this though. If you made this big announcement about Henry Cavill coming back as Superman to have his next appearance be in a Superman versus Black Adam movie, I'm going to start throwing shit <laughs> off of the roof of my apartment. Like, I'm going to be so angry if that's what, like, I, I don't know what their plans are for Superman, but I just do not want to see Black Adam versus Superman. You, I, I don't even know if I want to see Shazam versus Black Adam at this point. Like, I haven't seen Black Adam yet. I'm probably going to go either this weekend or during this upcoming week. I'm finally going to go see it. Um, but everything well, I've heard about Ryan, it. Ryan, what if I told you that show. you could see a movie from the 1950s instead of seeing that movie? Which one? It, I don't any one. I don't know. My Fair okay, Lady. Well, I would I would love to go see My Fair oh, Lady. Oh, yeah. My Fair Lady, the original Black Adam. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, if if an old classic film that I haven't seen or really like is playing in the theater, then yes, I will continue to delay seeing Black Adam. I almost went and saw Black Adam today, and then I found out Eight Mile was playing, so I was like, "Oh, fuck that! Gonna go see Eight Mile." Well, I mean, when uh, you yeah. only got one shot, and one opportunity to go see it, I would absolutely take that his, chance. His mom's is sweaty. His mom's is sweaty. Knees weak. Mom's spaghetti. There's ramen on his spaghetti already. Mom's is sweaty. Um, okay, so let's kind of change tides here we're going to go to the other comic book side here again talked about this a little bit on genre geeks the other day um but i wanted to talk about marvel snap because what is this okay ryan i'm surprised that you're not already part of this so you you don't know what marvel snap is at all or i I see i am not i've been suckered into 
these mobile game apps on my phone so many times where I play like crazy for two weeks and then mm-hmm. you hit like a wall and it's like, Oh, I can't really do anything all that fun unless I like spend real money or like constantly well, like, open this thing. So I've so, been, I've been weary. Cause I was actually looking into this today and I was specifically looking up if it was pay to win. Um, okay. It doesn't see most of the stuff I said I saw said it wasn't bad. Okay, I'd love for it. Yeah, I was say I'd love for AJ to talk about this too. Um, but the the game is uh, look. You guys know me. Like one, I'm not a massive comics person. Like I love watching comic movies, but I'm not true. I, I don't know the comics and stuff themselves. And in terms of like mobile gaming, I'm much like you, Ryan. I'll download a game and I'll be like all in for like a day, two days. Yeah. <laughs> and then I'm like done. But Marvel Snap, honestly, like it has me hooked. It's a card collecting game. And like AJ was saying, you're really only paying for cosmetic things. Like everything else you're earning through gameplay, which the gameplay is super straightforward. It's a lot of fun. And something we discussed the other day, a, a big like selling point for them is that each game at most is like three minutes long. I, I described it the yeah. other day as like the quibby of mobile games, right? So like <laughs> if you're taking a crap or something, you're you're in a, an Uber ride or whatever, and you're like, I need something to kill the time. Like this is the perfect game to do so. And it's just so easy to pick up, start playing, and instantly be hooked. And like I said, you guys know I'm not the biggest comic fan. I'm not the biggest mobile gamer. I've been playing this thing like nonstop since I downloaded it two days ago. Okay. Um, so, I mean, AJ, I, I know you were talking about it the other day with me as well. I don't know if you want to jump in here and kind of, you know, give your pitch to it. Not like, not that we're making money off of selling this thing to you, but I mean, I'm, I'm literally having a really good time. Yeah, I'm having a great time playing this, you know. <laughs> yeah, no, it's a great game. It's if you're a deck builder person, which I know, Cameron, you are a board gamer. So, like, if you're into like Dominion and all that stuff, like, this is right up on that alley. So, I used to play it's uh, Hearthstone. Extremely. They, it's very similar to Hearthstone, and like in terms of like mana, if you will, to pay for your cards. But seriously, the big thing that I like about it is that it's super fair. There is no pay to win. The the most you can do is buy gold, which then gold can be turned to credits, and you can use credits to like level up, kind of, to get random cards. You can't just outright buy the quote good cards. You have to like randomize uh, randomly earn them. Like there's no real way to do that. There's no like, there's no like simple, there's no whale system basically. There is not. I mean, like there are people, there are the idiots who are, you know, they're going to hurt themselves no matter what you give them. So they can spend right now. I'm on the app. The most you can spend at one time is a hundred dollars to get 8,000 gold. And you can use that to Jesus Christ spend 400 gold to get 500 credits. Like that's the biggest purchases you can do. And then the credits you can use to level up to get, unlock mystery card unlock mystery card unlock mystery card there's no real way to mm-hmm. like okay i really want i don't know make up a card ghost rider you can't just buy him you have to randomly rng like open him in a packet if you will so, okay you know, that's, well that's, that's why i was so frustrated about hearthstone is I, I i i mean i was in college and i spent i had one month where i was like a couple of months where i was like really playing hearthstone and got pretty high ranks but i was spending literally hundreds of dollars Jesus. that's just how these that's just how these games are you, you were know? spending real hundreds of dollars yes <laughs> because in order to be competitive in card games you have to have the meta cards no i mean yeah that's true no like like i said i mean i've only been playing this a couple of days but it is like not like that at all like you really have to you're earning everything through gameplay and it's so easy too because like 
you'll play like two or three matches and you're already like upgrading cards. And then you, when you upgrade those cards, you get collector's points and those collector's points help you earn more cards. And it's like, you can play like five matches, which takes you, you know, maybe 15 minutes. And in that 15 minutes, you're going to earn at least like two new cards. Okay. And, and it's like, like you said, it's, it's randomly generated. So as you're playing, you know, you're earning stuff that maybe your opponents don't have and vice versa. Um, you know, and I, you know, you're making your new decks. I have three separate decks right now that I kind of cycle through, to, you know, each match and it's a lot of fun. Something I was mentioning the other day too, is I, for somebody like me, especially who's not like, you know, someone who's super versed in the comics, this is giving me a way to kind of learn a lot of these characters that I wouldn't know about unless they started showing up in the MCU, you know? And like, so there's like characters now who like I've seen and then I've gone and researched and I'd be like, wow, I'm like really looking forward to if they ever appear in the MCU because like they seem like a really cool character, you know? Okay. So, like what's it, like, what's a, give me an example of a character. Oh, I mean, there's a ton like, like a uh, white tiger is someone. Oh who, yeah. Like, white I, tiger's I, cool. You know, I'd like we'll never heard Rocher of in this um, Black Panther movie, actually. Yeah, that's, that's what true. I was thinking. Yeah, I don't know. So, I mean, there's there's uh, there's just a ton. And, and a lot of the cards, you know, have really like interesting abilities and like the strategy that goes into it. It's yeah, I don't want to dive in and just like explain the whole game. But I mean, I, honestly, like I highly recommend it. The thing we were talking about the other day, the biggest like drawback I'd say right now is there's no way for me to be like, oh, I want to play against Ryan. You know, it's oh, all okay. just so randomly I, so I can't da- I can't download it and we can't like play together. Correct. Right now. Yeah, and okay. hopefully that comes with you know updates down the road. But like right now, it's yeah. all just random opponents. Um, yeah. AJ, that like how? Quickly, I'm sure. AJ, like how deep does this like roster of characters cut? Like, because you know, like Marvel had that stretch for barrel, dude. Does it really like they go yeah. like <laughs> like deep cut X Men type of characters like that that far in? Thus far, yeah, like they have Wolfsbane on there, who's she's hell freaking, yeah. Like, I think X, maybe not the X Force, she, like next or new mutants or whatever. She's a new mutant, like yeah. And so, like, it, it cuts deep, but like the big thing that I like about it is the only thing you're spending air quote money or like, currency in game currency on is what's called variants. All the cards are the same. So, like, mm-hmm. uh, Nightcrawler is Nightcrawler, but there's five or six different artwork cards of Nightcrawler with the same stats, sta- same abilities. Okay. But you can get a cool looking version of the card. And if you're like me and you don't give a crap, then you just get there's, the cards. there's no bait. Yeah, there's no bait to like whale you in. Okay. Because mm. it's, yeah, the artwork is almost irrelevant. All right. Like you level up by upgrading and your card, which by upgrading your card, you go, okay, now it's foil, if you will. Like now it's uh, shiny and it does nothing to affect stats or anything like that. So it's really not pay to win at all. All right. Yeah. No, I'm sold. I'll give it a shot. And yeah, an no actual ads. little fun connection as a, as a freak. Oh, no ads. Yeah. As a helicopter flies past my house. I was telling AJ the other day, I, some of the art style in some of the cards, I was like, this art style looks real familiar. And I checked the credits and sure enough, the artist is the husband of my senior year English teacher who he used to, he was like the what art the designer hell? or the art director. He was the art director for teen Titans go and teen Titans go to the movies. Hell yeah! Um, what a film. Um, so I don't think he, I don't think he's with them anymore. But he, I went and checked his Instagram because you know the algorithm doesn't show you everybody anymore. And I went and looked, and sure enough, he's like posting. He j- literally posted today. He's starting to show up in my feed again. And he posted, hey, "Here's some more Marvel snap cards that I drew and whatnot." And I was like, "This is so like such a random occurrence, you know, for this to happen." But 
Now, yeah. I mean, to you know, to kind of round out this topic, I again, I highly recommend it. It's it's been a great time killer for me when I have you know a few minutes where I need to do something, and it gives me that stimulation of playing a game and having that little bit of a competition. And I, like I said, I'm really having a good time with it, and hopefully here soon they're going to bring in the aspect of you know being able to challenge other folks or however you want to word it but okay um before cool. we round things out here i wanted to go by really quick i'm going to ask the same question to every single person um and i just want to hear what everyone's thoughts are okay so we're going to go down the line here we're starting with you aj a hot the dog day... is not a sandwich <laughs> the del- the day is july 21st 2023 are you oh, seeing oppenheimer God. first or are you seeing barbie first wow. so july 21st Yep, next year, the day they come out. Well, I'll be celebrating my birthday on that day, so I'll probably be doing... Really? (laughs) Literally on my birthday. Uh, Wow, happy birthday. You get Oppenheimer and Barbie. He gets a double feature. That's a really good question. Two for the price of two. I think we talked about this. We're going to be talking about this before, but I'll see. Basically, I'm at the mercy of... I'm seeing Oppenheimer and IMAX, so... Yeah, that schedule mm-hmm. pending. So if I can catch a Barbie before that showing, sure. If it's afterwards, but it's Oppenheimer IMAX, I guess it takes the priority. You guys think that's going to be a Oppenheimer IMAX and Barbie Dolby weekend? Like that's probably what they're going to do. That was such a Southern California question. Like I don't think people in like Nebraska are like, hey, I'm going to see Barbie and Dolby, but I'm going to see Oppenheimer and <laughs> IMAX. Nebraska are lucky that they have a movie theater. So <laughs> what else are they going to do? It's like, why would I go to the movies? There's corn to be shucking. <laughs> Kaylee, Barbie or Oppenheimer? Uh oh. Oh, we lost her. Oh, there oh, she is. Oh, 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 oh come back. Uh, yes. Yeah, there we go. Um, Oppenheimer. Oh, wow. wow. There's uh, that, oh, cut, there's that cut of the influence. same cloth. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> yeah, I raised her right. Well, Cameron, Cameron is my movie taste, essentially. I'm sorry. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Cameron, Oppenheimer, Barbie. Um, I mean, I'm seeing them both the same day, but I'll get an opportunity. Yeah, like, what are we talking about? Oh, for sure. What are we talking about? Oh, right, but it's like, but okay, but I mean, to not to cut off here, but like, I saw freaking Dune and French Dispatch. And you were exhausted. You were exhausted. In the same day, and I wish I saw them the other way around. Yeah, I think you would have been better off to go the other way around. So Wait, I did you see fair, you saw Dune first, right? I saw Dune first, Dune yeah. first, and by the time I got to open or uh, to French <laughs> Dispatch, it was like a ten thirty showing, and my yeah. mind was just fried from watching yeah. Dune. I think he, he would funny. run into the same thing this time around, where it would clearly be Barbie, and then Oppenheimer would be the route to go. Cameron, what what what's your play here? He said Oppenheimer. Oh, he did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I saw Oppenheimer. Yeah. Travis, Oppenheimer or Barbie first? Okay, I love Margot Robbie, but I got to go Oppenheimer. Oppenheimer first it is. Ryan? Yeah, I mean, this is tough. Like, this is really difficult because I'm so intrigued by – like, Nolan movies are event films. Whether whether you think the movie's good or not, it's an event film. Like, even a movie like Dunkirk, which I think is, mm-hmm. like, very mid-tier for him, was still, like, an, an event going to see it right. in the IMAX screen. 
Um, but Barbie just sounds like an absolutely wild ride to me. If if it's like a, it's tough because Oppenheimer definitely feels like a Thursday evening IMAX screening to mm-hmm. me. Like it screams that. So I I don't know if the answer for me is which one will I see first because I think it will be Oppenheimer on the opening night. But which one would I see first? I like if if they were both playing at the exact same time in the exact same theater and I could pick which one I was putting on, I think I would rather watch Barbie. All right. And Steven, what is it? Barbie or Oppenheimer? Barbie. Barbie. Yeah, yeah I figured. You know, I mean, to kind of answer my question here, I yes, it's, I uh, yeah, I absolutely both. intend on seeing both the same day. I think the decision I've come to is I think I'd be okay seeing either one first. Mm-hmm. I think the gameplay though is you need a break in between. Yes, like a like a good break. Like the first like, one like, I, like a couple hours. Yeah, it's gotta be like a three o'clock showing of the first one and then like an eight thirty of the second one. Yes. So I can hit a margarita. I, I'm almost thinking see like a three o'clock of Oppenheimer as anticlimactic as that may be, not gonna kind of giving it that like but you're gonna be in the dark of, theater, it won't matter. Yeah. But you see like a three o'clock Oppenheimer. Then go to Margaritaville, slam down a few margarita for a couple hours, and then go hit a Barbie and just have a Barbie is going to be so fun to watch with a big theater. Absolutely, exactly. Exactly. They they both have to be opening weekend screenings. They have to one hundred percent. Like they're they're the perfect movies. All right, you guys going to buy the Barbie tickets like not online in advance? Just go to the ticket person and be like, I'd like one ticket for Barbie. No, I gotta get that. I gotta get that A list. I don't think we have a runtime for Oppenheimer yet, do we? No, we don't. Have I was say, Kaylee. I think Kaylee asked it's about too far that. Out. Yeah. yeah, we don't. Have, we just got the runtime for uh, for Babylon and for uh, Way of the Water, and both of those are over three hours. So I'm hope. Oh, yeah. I'm really hoping Wait, that we're gonna get. It says two hours thirty minutes. No, there's, I'm hoping Kaylee, Oppenheimer. There's no way it's least... accurate. They're literally yeah, working. I'm hoping at Oppenheimer is gonna be right four now. hours. The film's the length of time it takes for us to get actual nuclear warfare started. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Stephen, before we start rounding out here, where can the folks find you? What you've been working on? What do you have going on? Well, you can find me on my Instagram, on my Twitch, on my TikTok, and now my YouTube. I'm all over the place. Uh, but my Instagram is where you can find everything. So Stephen Ross underscore 13. Actually, that's a little chopped up. It's Stephen underscore Ross 13. Boom. Sweet. Boom, Travis, you just released, <laughs> Travis, you just released something new today. Where can the folks find you? What you've been working on? Uh, I'm just doing, thank you. I'm just doing some small projects. But if you'd like to find me, I'm Trav Sander actor on Instagram where you can see me do all crazy stuff. Sweet. Uh, Kaylee, I don't think you have anything to plug, but if you do, an Instagram post yesterday. Wow! <laughs> and where can the folks find you? Um, Kale T, so C A I L underscore T E A on Instagram. Yeah. There we go. And last but not least, AJ, what you been oh, up to? Man? Least. What, what, definitely, definitely. I don't think I don't have much. I don't think I have much <laughs> to plug. Yeah, it's <laughs> genre geeks. You know, we're we're a podcast. We nerdy podcast. We talk nerdy things. It's, if you guys like actually, this I'm on the podcast, final you'll hate theirs. Video out. 
<laughs> oh, oh, there we go. Two third. If you want to hear the good two thirds of this podcast, you can hear it on uh, Genre Geek's oh, podcast, including Joel <laughs> on our newest one that dropped today. Damn, damn, Cameron <laughs> just getting roasted all day long here. He brought it uh, upon himself more, this time. That's fine. He left True. us. Red. He left me on red. If you if you knew how to reply to a, uh, an Instagram message. Um, No, but for everyone else out there that's listening, this was sort of a trial run. Um, I had a blast. I don't know about everyone else here. This was a good time. Again, it was a trial run. So, you know, in the future, things might be a little bit more organized. We might actually come with a topic, whatnot. Who knows? It might just be this every single time. And I would like Uh, to say to those of you that are listening to this on the, uh, the later tape version that we have releasing on our standard podcast feed, um thank you so much for listening uh to the show later on we would love for the next time we do this to have all of you stop absolutely this was a super the, <clears throat> super successful we got 16 people in the room it's fine camera just cut him off this was very like this was very much like a just very thrown together idea that we had um while we were still sifting through some things <clears throat> on the show obviously we had to make it work at a certain day and time that fit our schedules and you know, fri- a Friday evening at 10 p.m. is not conducive to everybody. <clears throat> so for those of you that did come, we appreciate it. For those of you who are listening later, hopefully we'll have a time where we can do this again soon that it get a lot more people involved. But we appreciate you listening as always, and we would love to hear more from you in this format and, of course, by reaching out to us on all of our socials and things like that. A hundred percent. Completely echo everything Ryan just said. Um, for those of you that are tuned into this live right now that maybe don't already fi- follow us, you can find us at RefundPod on Instagram as well as Twitter. Um, we're also trying to get our YouTube going up a little bit more as well. Same thing at RefundPod. Uh, YouTube has uh, handles now, kind of like regular social media. Uh, but you can also search I'd Like a Refund as well on YouTube. But again, folks can't thank you all enough anyone who took part in this this was a ton of fun we're really looking forward to doing this again down the road thank you all so much for joining us and we'll catch you all next week this has been a king's row creative production executive produced by ryan o'connor joel martin del campo and cameron tennyson